me in there. I mean, I like, like swimwear. Like that? Swimwear, got to go in your ass. Like, that's what that line <laughs> literally means. <laughs> in there, like swimwear. I heard that in Jerome's voice from Martin and shit. I saw a... Um... I think it was like a hoodie, or maybe it was maybe it was a, a, a an entire ensemble sweatsuit, but it was the, it was the Jerome joint. Word. And I was like, yeah, let <laughs> me go ahead and save that joint right there. You gonna get that? Might double back and get that one. Man, because pe- would... <laughs> people res- people respect. Um, I think people like like right now people like really are going hard on the championship. People are really going hard on the Fila shit. I think people respect like your throwback game. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I remember people were going crazy when Fab was wearing uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's, you know, Bel Air fucking high basketball yeah, jersey. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, so people, people like it when you like, you know, it's a little, it's not, it's, it's very, it's very niche. But people like it when you like, you know, kind of get into the crates of your, your fashion game, and now only a few people know. Just now, because I remember if you showed up in champion, it was like this nigga still rocking champion, but now it's it's a little different. So, and yeah. that is that's my issue with um, the hype beast culture. Mm-hmm. If you showed up in champion when we were in school, um, you would get destroyed for that. Like there is no, I mean, you would. There's no coming back. From you wearing champion. Champion to school, right. To school. That little C, the little line, and the little red and white and blue. Nah, we wouldn't, people wouldn't fucking with that shit. It wasn't Death like that. warrant, yeah. You was asking for it. <laughs> but, it, and it's interesting. Well, one, you know, this is older us talking. That immediately would tell me everything I need to know about a female. That yeah. she's worried about that. Back then, it was... I know how I feel about it, but I also know I ain't gonna get no pussy if I wear this to school. For sure, right? But this, but this, is, also, this is also all I got to wear, to <laughs> right? <school. laughs> so I might be a really good guy. I'm just broke right Look, now. So yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It's not. Uh, my mom's still buying my clothes for me, and she went to uh, she went to Marshalls this weekend, and this is what I this is what she came back with, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Got some some shacks in the closet. You feel me? And I'm, I'm I'm me still though. Yeah. This don't yeah. define me. But it take you ain't nobody think about that. Back then, remember you were like, man, I can't wear this shit. Like there's a girl I really like and she oh, can't yeah. see me in this shit today. Like I'm going a different way to my classes. Yeah. A uh, man. <laughs> you're just you you reminded me of um I went to a school that, that we wore uniforms and it was a khaki shirt. I mean sorry, it was a, a white shirt, khaki pants. And um, we had I know out of uniform days, and you could pay like five dollars for a uniform ticket. It was used like a Friday or something like that. That's a hustle. <laughs> That's oh a no, hustle. it was killing. It was killing it. <laughs> so um, there were times where you know, I when you when you became like an upperclassman, a junior, and senior, you didn't care about you know being out of uniform. But when I was a sophomore, I was dating this girl, super popular, super popular girl, and. The thing about our uniform is you wear a uniform every day. So when you're out of uniform day, you can get fly because right. you haven't worn that shit yet. Mm-hmm. So 
I come in, I got my Nike wind pants on, my fucking Jordan jersey, right? I got some, uh, I don't know what kind of shoes I had on. Uh, and the girl I was dating, she was basically wearing like some kind of like floral pantsuit that her mom made her wear. And when I tell you I'm walking with her and people are fucking killing her for it, and and she's walking so fast to class that the floral, she's just like in the wind. I was like, man, see, no, don't run. This is, this is what it's like. But she was, she, you liked her though. She, it didn't matter what she had on for I mean, you. I, I didn't, I didn't care, but I could tell that she cared about the way people perceived her wearing a fucking pantsuit. Of course. That, hey, I mean, well, you know. Back, back again. Hey y'all, welcome to the Illegal Opinions Podcast, the last place for real talk. Listen with an open mind to leave mad. This is episode 52 and the choice is yours to keep listening. You keep doing it and I appreciate it. I am your very, very humble comedic host, Sam Ridley, in the building. Sam, you get on my last nerve. Yes, sir. And I'm here with my man, Hundred Grand, matching on accident. And we don't understand Marcus Palmer in the building. How y'all doing? See, I got bars, son. (laughs) Yeah, man. I know. For real shit. It was as simple and plain as my heat kicked on. And I took my sweatshirt off. Boom. We matching. Um, If y'all are listening and y'all hear a little echo, it's because Marcus made it. I don't know how to tell y'all this. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. My boy, he cut his uh he cut his camera on and I'm like, this dude is he got a pool table and and, and yeah, a bar behind him. Bar I'm I'm assuming there. a butler gonna come in and I mean, it's gonna be a, like a bad broad and be like, What you need, daddy? Or some shit like that. Like the, I don't know. The, flo- the floor is marble. Um and if I turn this camera around the other way, it it would make you sick. See, that's uh, what I'm talking about right now. So, so tell me how you made it and why you left me behind. Let's go. Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, shit. you know, um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to uh, put any of my uh, my political affiliations oh, uh, shit. in any kind of, you know, any kind of situation. But I am in D.C. Oh, you right got now. pardoned. OK. Yeah, I got pardoned. Pardon Congratulations. me. You know what I'm saying? Pardon me, my nigga. <laughs> so I uh I uh no for real. I um I'm just doing some traveling, man. I had to I, I did have to take care of some shit. I am in DC. Um not to pardon anybody. <laughs> like Trump. <laughs> Trump ain't pardoned none of his homeboys um that broke into the Capitol. Um but no, I'm up here uh just taking care of some shit, man. And uh I was I'm not gonna lie. I'm, and I, this is gonna sound arrogant, okay. Or, but I was really trying to find the smallest room <laughs> that I could find, and that's the one. <laughs> that's the one, man. I was trying to find the smallest. This, 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 this house belongs to someone in my family, so I was trying to find the smallest room in the house to do the podcast from that I wouldn't be interrupted, <laughs> and no one would interrupt me. And Yo. I did not know it would be the bowling alley, but it, there's a bowling alley over there. <laughs> and 
and there's an elevator. Like I told you, if I turned the hey, camera um, around, it'd be th- thank a, it you, would thank be y'all for thing. listening, man. This this has been great. Uh, Marcus, be take a, us out. It would <laughs> <laughs> be a thing. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I ain't even mad. If you got people that's doing it like that, mm. you you know what my first thought when you said you was in DC, I was like, oh, he at AOC house. Okay. Yo. You know, he getting that Alexander Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Hey, yo, come and get me. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> hey, hey, man. I wouldn't even be mad at you if she just popped in, and that would be the greatest episode ever as long as she plugged. Don't look over there like she there. Like she was like, oh, shit, they know. Yeah. That's how you just looked over in the corner. She... Like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Give me like an hour. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey man! Um, episode fifty deuce. Episode fifty dulce in the building. Um, yeah. two more to fifty four. Two mm. more weeks. We almost to when we started back. Back started from the bottom. I'm excited. Um, man. It's been great. It's been great. It's been, it's been great. It really has. It really has. And um, I didn't I like time. Really, well, maybe because of the year we started. <laughs> yeah, but time yeah. really fucking it flew. It flew by. Like I didn't. I, I thought I would, and I'm not going to lie to you, and I haven't professed this to anybody, not even you, but I kind of thought that, okay, well, maybe after a few months, one of us would get tired of, you know, doing this. Oh, I but did, it's, but it's, I kept it, going. Oh, no, no, I did too. I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I was no, like, no, yeah, yeah. 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 But it, it, it's kind of, it, it, it became, like what they say, uh, we talked about it before in here, we talked about, um, it became a routine. That was after 21 days, anything mm-hmm. you like to do becomes a routine. And it became routine. Yeah. Like there were times when we wouldn't pod for a week or two back when we were telling the future and y'all didn't know. But um uh-huh. it was like, yo, we gotta get on the fucking mic. Like we gotta pod. Like we we gotta get this shit in. And it it's felt been weird. a really it's been a really fucking I, I it doesn't feel like it's been a year. It don't feel like it's Almost been six a months. Year, anyway. Yeah, it don't feel like six months. I um yeah. looked up. And was looking back at the dates, and I was like, God damn, we really have done this every single week. I can't for think sure. of anything I did this year all week for a week yeah. on the day of like that. So I'm proud of me. I don't give a damn. <laughs> mm. Just for the consistency of it. Um, and honestly, it's it's a testament. I see other pods that are doing what we're doing, just trying to get there. Right. And they'll just quit four months. They'll get discouraged by the numbers or yeah. by... I saw one just get one whack feedback no, like done. home and check it out because i'm gonna tell y'all y'all savage as fuck for people just giving y'all free entertainment <laughs> <laughs> buddy posted on his page yo a new episode of da 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 is coming out and somebody in the comments says sweet i can ignore this one too because it's trash oh my god public comment page the very next week he was like hey we're gonna take a break uh <laughs> and this is something this is something. I mean, it's fucked fu- up. I'm, I hate. I hate. I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at the comment because I know I would feel a way Which if we heard worse. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. And it would make me go to the lab and go, "What are we doing wrong?" But it's just one person, and you got to yeah. focus on the listeners and not the people that don't. Um, I was just talking to some some people, Derek Murray and and his partner from Jack of All Nerds, and I was like, "What is it that keeps y'all going?" Because they have like a hundred thousand plus followers just on mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. But it it changes, you know, the, the number of people that listen. And they were like, dude, it's just I wanted to have a conversation with my boy about the shit we talk about. Yeah. And now it's a, it's you know, and that's what it turned into. But listeners is growing. So if we got a comment like that, I don't think it would make me quit. 
But nah. y'all got to understand that it does sting. Like, we people, you know, it's going to make you go, well, damn, what is it, it does, they hate but, so much I about mean, it? If, if I'm going to come on here and I'm, if I'm going to talk shit about Meghan Markle, and if I'm going to come in here and I'm going to talk shit about, you know, Will Smith and the Smith family, I mean, I have to expect that there will be some kind of whiplash from that. Yeah. And I, ha- and I, and I have to be okay with what I'm saying. Um, if, if you're not okay with what you're saying, then if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're not secure in what you're saying, then don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. I mean, this is not meant to hurt anyone's feelings. This is our our opinion. I'm trying not to sound like a pirate again. This is our opinion, um, good or bad, right or wrong. I mean, this is to, to give you something to think about. My favorite part of this podcast is when one of us say something and it's completely opposite of the trending uh, thought to that situation but people hear it and they're like fuck let me let me piggyback on that that shit i I like the way they see that shit like i I don't i don't like the way that they i don't like that i like it but i like the fact that they saw the shit a different way gave me a different angle that i didn't have before everybody has fucked up thoughts oh for sure and i'm not immune to that marcus ain't immune to it you bitch, you listening. You ain't immune to it. Mm. So when we say stuff, and this is something that me and Marcus talked about early on, the show is called Illegal Opinions. And I think that for the people that bothered to listen to it, they get that we're not aiming to purposely go against the grain. Right. And that was something we talked about. I was like, I don't want this to turn into a, I'm just going to say this for shock value. So it's when we shock, agree. It's no shock jock shit. I heard somebody say, they was like, but y'all agree on certain shit. And I'm like, so are we supposed to go, like, if Marcus says strawberries are red, am I supposed to, like, no, they ain't, nigga. Ha, ha, ha. Illegal opinion, baby. Yeah, yeah, if that's yeah. what y'all looking for, man, like. It, there's there's <laughs> logic in it. it even, even, even the fucked up shit we say, there's logic in it. Even the fucked up shit that we disagree with, there's logic in the disagreement. We, we don't We don't disagree for the sake of disagreeing. Yeah, there's yeah. an opinion. He has his, I have mine. If they align, then great. If they don't, then they don't. Like we say before, we maybe you don't believe us, maybe you do, but we don't have like long conversations about what we're going to talk about on this podcast before we get on. We have a list of topics. He goes in and writes what he wants to write. I go in and write when I want to write. Before the, <laughs> our pre-production is literally what do you want to talk about. And it's bullet points, and that's it. Bullet points. <laughs> so yeah, man. And that's it. And we just get it. We we and, we and then we you know we turn the lights on, we turn the mics on, and we get right to it. Somebody so. sent me a message last week and said one of the things I like about y'all's podcast is this part right here where I feel like we're wasting time. And they go, y'all kind of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we ain't got into none of our the shit no. that's on our list. But they'd be like, y'all let us see behind the curtain, and most podcasts don't do that. And I'm like, well, I don't mind telling y'all kind of what the process is in it because. Yeah. I want y'all to know it's organic and that when we bounce off of each other or we wilding out, the shit is real. It's I didn't real. sit and go, it's all real. right, I'm going to say this. And then I want yeah. you to say this so I can get to this punchline. That has yeah, never happened. Like there, so, yeah, there is, there is no, there is no, uh, we don't. Okay. Let's try this again with a different cadence. And then when you say this, I'm going to run it back nah. and I'm going to say this and you laugh at this punch. And then we're going to go back over here. No, we, Everything on this podcast is genuine. I mean, there's not, there's nothing fake about it. And that's why, especially being in a, in a podcast business, we both listen to podcasts and we can both tell 
when uh, people are faking, faking, <laughs> when people faking. are laughing too long, just so people know, just so people, other people in the room know it's time to laugh. Like that's not what it is. Like because my go- my goal for this is if for whatever reason, and some people have left this podcast they heard one and they were super pissed off i want mm. you to know that it's genuine what you feel for me <laughs> yes. when you leave you were you were genuinely mad and yes. you should probably go work that out you need to talk to somebody about that all right man <laughs> so um having said that man um let me i want to get yeah. the real sad shit out of the way before we keep moving all right. uh, this week alone this week alone we have lost larry man. king man Hank Aaron and yeah. and Cicely Tyson, man. Um yeah. and it's it's crazy. I remember how many people we lost in 2020, and we were like, 2021 ain't gonna do us like this. And I know these three people aren't the only ones that 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 left. Uh somebody from yeah. the Mary Tyler Moore show passed away today. Yep, I can't remember. Well. I'll look it up. I'll look and, it up. Yeah, please do, because I don't wanna come across wrong. Uh but Larry King, most of y'all should know him, Larry King Live, uh, one of the the greatest interviewers of our time and before our time to be honest um hank aaron i don't even think i need to say more than his name and if you don't know who he is google him like i would feel bad trying to explain to him who to y'all who he is if you don't Don't know worry i will when you're done go for it um well go ahead find his name Mm -hmm. and cicely tyson um passed away um and i got that information like almost right before we started recording and this, this, I'm gonna get into why I'm gonna go into Cicely Tyson. She's 96 years old. Was 96 years old. Rest your soul, ma'am. Like that one hurt when I read that you passed away. Yeah, just recently. Um, I mean, that, that was like within the last what hour? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, her per- first movie, bro, was in 1957. 1957. She was in 12 Angry Men, and I remember watching that in school. And I was like, like why black we watching and white version? I was like, why are we watching this black and white shit? Yes. But she had a bit part. She wasn't like she probably came in and brought them coffee or something because right. I don't remember her from that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was in that one. And I do um, like that movie, by the way. That was a really, really oh, fucking amazing, good movie. amazing movie. If you haven't seen Twelve Angry Men, no matter how old you are, you need to go watch that shit for real. That movie is good now, and it's yeah, old, yeah, but it's good yeah, now for sure. Um, I love that she refused to be in black exploitation films. Yeah. She was acting when that whole thing was happening in the 60s. She was like, nah, hit me back up when y'all doing Women to Brewster Place. I'll come back. <laughs> like, y'all y'all on bullshit this whole decade. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. Um, and crazy part is her memoir, Just As I Am, was just published on Tuesday, and then she passed away. So that's, that's, that's wild to me, the way that the universe works sometimes. Rest in peace to yeah. all of you. Uh, I maybe, know you said maybe you wanted she to speak felt, on maybe she, maybe she felt like she was... Maybe she felt like she was finished. She had done everything she needed to do. Or... And she was just at peace. Not finished, but she was just at peace with what she'd done in her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she and did sometimes, some Tyler Perry sometimes movies. people go to sleep and they're at peace when they're that age and they've done everything that they feel like they wanted to accomplish. And that sometimes it's, it's time for them to you know, move on to the next next life. The next phase you know? of their existence, yeah. Um, uh, now, before uh, you I'm go, sorry, Hank- Clarice Leachman is her, is the woman from uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, sure. Icons left this week. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and they're man. all icons. Isn't that crazy? Like every last all one of them. iconic people, man. Um, before you um, get into Hank Aaron, the last thing I was gonna say on mm-hmm. on Cicely Tyson was I know we've shit on Tyler Perry movies again from our yeah. perspective. I know people love them. Yeah, I remember seeing her, and I think it was Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Um, mm-hmm. and 
the movie I, I I haven't enjoyed but one of his movies uh that I can think of. And that was one of them that I was like, all right, it's okay. But she popped up at the end as the matriarch of the family mm-hmm. and it gave levity to the film. As soon right. as I saw Cicely Tyson on screen, I was like, I want to hear what she has to say. That star power you can't buy in a movie yeah. that is already damn near unwatchable. So when yeah. you show up, it makes me go, okay, this was all right. Like was, half my it. rating of all right is a hundred percent directed at that right. amazing woman. But it was worth it just to see you, just to see you, you know, put that work in. Just to and see to, you back. Uh, and to, I mean, just to, 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 I mean, to upgrade a movie just by your, <laughs> just, just by your presence in it is, uh, that's power, man. Yeah. We, 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 you know, black girl magic. I mean, that's fucking Black girl power. magic. That's black that's girl magic. Yes. Yeah. The fact that you get that you can elevate an entire cast of a movie that I mean, I don't, the, you know, the pe- <laughs> people people might not be you know that big of fans of that's huge. That's huge. That's huge. I mean, I, I, that's like that's like going into a company and the company is trash, and as soon as people figure out that you that you are now a part of that company. It changes their perception people, of you. People, people, people decide to invest in that. Not just that, but like, oh, oh, shit, you know, saying really went over here. Now he worked for, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm going to invest in that company or I'm going to at least watch that company and see what they do just because he's there. Mm-hmm. That is, that's power. That's power, man. And, and, and she didn't, and everything she ever, like nobody ever shit. People might shit on um, Tyler Perry. Um. People might shit on. I mean, the fact of the matter is, people don't shit on her. She might have been in a shitty movie. I've never heard a like, bad word about right, Cicely exactly, Tyson. Exactly, exactly. Nobody's like, "Oh, well, Cicely Tyson fucked that movie up." No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd we'd go straight to blows, like right then. If, if the movie was bad, it definitely wasn't because of her. Like nah. the only the, the, the part of that movie that you remember is the part that she was in. Cicely so, yeah, Tyson fucked that movie up. N- that is never. a crazy sentence. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, like, it's, it's just not. It's never not heard a part that. Of, it's not a part of English language, man. It doesn't happen. Doesn't yeah, happen you wouldn't hear that. You would not hear that. You know who I heard somebody shit on online recently, which was Robin Williams. Somebody was like, Poosh? "I don't okay. know who it was. I just, you know, we got way too much access to everybody's thoughts. I saw it, and they were like, Robin Williams was never great, and this week." Um, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is when we're mm-hmm. talking about iconic people that have left yeah. us and, you know, he died tragically. Um, I watched Mrs. Doubtfire. I was showing it to my kids. And the beginning of that movie, I hadn't seen it in 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, it's Miss Doubtfire. It's on HBO Max. And the beginning of the movie is him voice over acting for a cartoon character. Yeah. And that sets the tone for the whole movie. And what I started thinking as I'm watching this movie, I'm watching him play Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm watching him do all these different voices for his caseworker. That's a movie that's built on the talent of that man. It's not the script. Yeah. It's not the production. It's not the director. It is, if something happens to Robin Williams in the middle of this production, the movie is dead. It's over with. Because he's going to carry it just off the fact that he's that damn talented. Mm -hmm. When I see people, and, and of course that's an older movie now. But when I see people now that look back at Robin Williams and they just looked up a YouTube clip of him doing stand up, but they haven't bothered to go back and see any of his performances in film, that's where the younger generation will look back and go, that Biggie ain't good. 
man, Pac wasn't good. Man, this dude, just Robin <clears> Williams' <throat> cat. Who is this cat? Stuff yeah. like that. It's it's hyper frustrating. And I wonder if that's the same frustration they feel when they talk about new artists and we go know they're trash. There might be some of that there. Uh, let's start let's start with Robin Williams. All right. Robin Robin Williams. Um, Robin Williams is a fucking icon in comedy. He, if if you like fucking Norbit, if you like, uh, what was the other shit Eddie Murphy did? Uh, like, uh, Nutty Professor or something Nutty like Professor. that? Nutty uh-huh. Professor. If you like that shit, you have to look at Robin Williams and you have to know that Eddie Murphy got that shit. Not, I mean, it was inspired by. Yeah, that's that's a Robin way Williams. You have if you enjoy fucking Tyler Perry movies, you have to know that Tyler Perry got that shit inspired by Miss Doubtfire. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you watched Miss Doubtfire within the first fucking ten years it came out, <laughs> that shit is fucking gold. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now, now, now. Um, Like he he was in that he was he was in that in that in that fucking uh, Steve Martin class, that Rick Moranis class yeah. that people don't want to put any love on. But Whoopi these Goldberg. are Whoopi Goldberg. Like these are fucking people that transcended that that elevated comedy. Big time. Like big time. like they elevated comedy. Now I can't remember my man's name from oh fuck. I'm gonna be mad. I'll from look what? it up in a minute. From oh, what? Oh shit. Uh, City Slickers. Um Gary. You know what I'm talking about. The white yeah, dude. Yeah, I do. Made, uh, well, I'll look it up in a minute. But like um Robin Williams, Whoopi Billy Goldberg, Crystal. Billy, Billy Crystal, Crystal and yes, Billy I'm Crystal. Sorry, they <laughs> elevated comedy. Like they had a whole award show mm-hmm. for comedy. Thanks, HBO. Shout out. Real talk. They look I mean, if you if you can't Robin Williams was the first, not the first, but one of the more iconic one man shows. He was mm-hmm. doing that shit before John Leguizamo was doing that shit. Way before yeah. John, way before that. So I mean, if you're gonna hate on this and, shit, and like it we, wasn't even a, it wasn't even a comedy show. Like I remember him eating out his elbow and being <laughs> on the floor. He he was he was showing what a dude looked like. <laughs> yeah, from the woman's perspective, like, and he was like doing this shit and like, and I was crying and the, and it was it was so. Yeah. They they say the mark of a good comedian. How many laughs can you get without saying a word? He got a lot from that. And he, I'm telling you, dog, it was like four minutes of the audience just dying. And as long as he knew he had him on the hook, he just kept doing it because he thing. was so charismatic. It was crazy. Here's the thing. I'm never, I'm never going to shit on someone that their peers say is a great. Mm. You won't find not fucking one legendary stand-up comedian that's going to say, Robin Williams is not a fucking great. You won't yeah. find one fucking person, not one. And if you do, they probably trash. Like, I mean, that's just, honestly. And that's honestly. why I said you ask legends. You're not going to find one comedic legend 
that thinks that Robin Williams was like fucking ho hum. No, yeah. you're not going to do that shit. Yeah, you're not going to find a grown man to play an adult Peter Pan and pull it off. Nigga Jumanji? Jumanji. Where you think <laughs> where you think that we got the Jumanjis we got now from? Robin Williams, man. And it's, he made that nuts. movie. It was it, it 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 was it was great, man. Like he I watched Jumanji, I feel like it was last week. From front to back. Not on purpose. It was just on like fucking TBS or some shit. And it was came it drew, on. It drew you in, right? And it drew like, me in. Because his I mean, him being him coming back as an older man, but still having having the mentality of a child trapped in the fucking jungle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Never mind, man. If you don't get Robin Williams, then just you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know yes, that's a I, whole I can, thing. I but... can I can I can um I can like Robin Williams and also not really care about what the fuck, you know, Lil Yachty is doing. I don't care. Like, okay, if if I don't get your music, that's cool. And and see, cool. I I think what you just said is important. There's a difference between I don't care what Lil Yachty is doing and I think Lil Yachty is trash. Yes. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. Huge it's like, difference. you know what? You raised in an era, I'm raised in an era. I, if if I'm bored as fuck, I'll check it out and see what he got to say. Yeah. But I already got my stable of music that I'm listening cool. to. So I'm it's cool. not cool. the same. It's not the same. Um wait, I, wait, before before we move on, Hank Aaron. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hank Aaron. Um I'm a guy, I was born Pensacola, Florida. In a little was, tent. In a little in a little tent, yeah. <laughs> Double wide tent. <laughs> um, and I grew up a lot of my time. I, I, my, my, I'm an army brat, right? So I spent a lot of time moving around California, uh, Florida, of course, then, you know, up along the, the, the Midwest, landed in Mobile, Alabama. Now, right. Mobile, Alabama is a home of two things. Uh, throw some D's on this bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shout rich out. boy, shout out to Rich Boy. What's up? I'm not gonna say your real name on on this joint. I do know Rich Boy, but anyway, I know you do, and I remember you was <laughs> you was rocking that shit when it came that's my, out. That's my dude, man. That's my guy. <laughs> so Hope those are these. Uh, let's, let's get Rich Boy on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll see when I get home. We'll see what's up. I bet. So uh, throw some D's and uh, Hank Aaron. Home run, motherfucking king. Yes, we do still say he's home run king. I do love Barry Bonds. I respect Barry Bonds, everything he's done. But, you know, there's some circumstances that are kind of clouding <laughs> that, that thing. So for us and for me, uh, Hank Aaron is still the home run king. Um, I have so many attachments to, to, to Hank Aaron. Uh, I'll try not to get too emotional about it. But um, I had an uncle that passed away man, like 10 years ago. And he played on, um, when the Braves, when the Braves, now I'm getting emotional, shit. When the Braves were getting, when the Braves were in Milwaukee, uh, my uncle played with Hank Aaron. And he always, like when I was younger, he'd always expressed to me like how great of a man, a person, and all these, I mean, Hank Aaron was just a great soul to be around. and then the funny part about like kind of growing up and hearing those stories, I'm in Mobile. I'm playing baseball. Um, kind of a big deal. Uh, now, the school I went to was in the hood. So uh, we had a, a, a park down the street from the school. And when we, when we 
when we got everything, we we, we got, I guess we got money to 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 reinvest into the park to make it to make it new. Again, we named it Hank Aaron Park. And uh, when Hank Aaron found out about it, he came to our you know ribbon cutting ceremony. He came to our first few games, and I guess once he saw that I had talent, we had you know more conversations, uh, just one on one conversations um, about just about baseball and about life and and things like that. So he ended up coming. I mean, we. we after, away from baseball, we had a more personable relationship. And even in baseball, uh, it was always great that he would come out to my games and we'd have conversations and about, you know, certain situations. I'm not going to bore you with the baseball bullshit. But um, it was just really cool, man. And you take those things for granted. Of course, when you're young, you take At it for the granted. At the time, yeah. Because, I mean, I was fucking 16. I mean, who, I'm 16 talking to the home run king. Right. I don't, give, I don't give a fuck about nothing else. Like, whatever. So, uh, I got older. He got older. I think he ended up moving to, like, uh, Europe somewhere, like Paris or some shit like that. He'd be back and forth to the States, and I hadn't talked to Hank Aaron. So, I'm not going to get, like, you know, super overly fucking dramatic about the shit. Because I haven't talked to Hank Aaron in, goddamn, man, uh, over 18 years. Mm-hmm. But... You know the impact he had on on my life and and my and my city. It was great. It was great, and I can't imagine. I'm not in Mobile right now, and I kind of wish I was just to see. You know, just see him get his flowers and the, the vibe, outpouring yeah. of that shit. But a great man. Um, this is this this hit home for me. This hit hard for me. Uh, but no, it was a he was a great great dude. Um, right now, to man too. Right yeah, down shout, shout out shout out to Hank Aaron. Um and I'm gonna close this up uh before I just say, you know, rest in peace to everybody and say mm-hmm. when by him being a great man right up to his death, uh I hate when somebody great passes and the media immediately or not even the media, it's not the media anymore, it's all the people on social media try to right. tarnish their legacy. Yeah. So Hank Aaron got the COVID vaccine. shortly before he passed and the narrative immediately became see a black man got it and they killed him um hank aaron did not die of the covid vaccine and (laughs) let me let me let y'all know um the reason he got it and this is what i mean it's not even arbitrary of how great a man this is he got the vaccine because he wanted to urge others to do the same knowing that black americans were less likely to get vaccinated because of you know, Tuskegee experiment, things of that nature yeah, and those, yeah. you know, the things that we hold on to because of it. Um, so he was like, you know what, let me show them that it's all right. And the coroner's report even said that he died of natural causes. And I'm not running the conspiracy gamut with y'all of, well, you know, the, that's the coroner. So he probably got paid. To, do y'all really think they killed Hank Aaron? Like, how about he was old? Like He's everybody 86. else, like everybody else on this list, man. He had a good long hey, life. What's funny, well, and, and then the other part of that is what the, the other side of the coin is like Larry King died of COVID and did not get the vaccine, and did not get the vaccine. <laughs> so, so y'all got to stop, man. Yeah. Like just just let the man have, like like Marcus just said, say something like that about the man's life. Like don't, well you know, uh, the white man did. Yeah, come on it's, now, it's too much, man. And I love Larry King too. Like I was like, I'm not gonna lie. Um, Larry King put me on the news. Like Larry, King, like I didn't watch 
nighttime news mm-hmm. or fucking daytime news. But I will watch Larry King roast a motherfucker. Dog, his interviews. If y'all, y'all, y'all see the one with, with him and Chris Brown? You remember dog. he interviewed Chris Brown? <laughs> he gave Chris Brown the business. Smoke. <laughs> Smoke. All of it. <laughs> it was nuts. I'm telling, like, y'all, yeah, all of this, like, uh, uh, a conversation with David Letterman's and all of that stuff that you see, they literally tried to blueprint off Larry King. And Larry any King of them will tell dude. you that. Chris Rock doing interviews he, when he had a show on HBO, uh, Bill Maher, any of them. They will tell you. Around. He ain't fuck around. If you could get it was it was Larry King or Barbara Walters. You want talking to nobody if yeah. you want talking to and, and, like, and that was it. That was it. Like if you want if you want Larry King, you knew you you'd made it or you knew you were going to jail. I mean, it was like one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no in between. No in between. Like you you either made it or you finna get locked the fuck up. Yeah. Period. Unlike like Chris Hansen. You walk around the corner and you see Chris Hansen. You going cookies. to jail, nigga. It's a wrap. <laughs> Chris Hansen Chris Hansen usually a basket of laundry and some cookies. Like, oh shit. <laughs> you should already know, like immediately. Put my underwear back on. You got your, your Mike's Wasn't hard lemonade. Wildest... <laughs> hard. <laughs> Yo, that was the wildest shit to ever be on. Well, not to ever, because you know Jerry Spring was around. But that Chris Hansen fucking to catch a predator, man, was must see TV. It really was. And you know what, what has been as... so? What has been as much see as that since then? <laughs> As much as they was horrible people, I love the ones that realized they was fucked. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember one, and I mean, I don't remember who he was or no shit like that, but he came in, and you know, they always have, like, the girl's voice from, like, way in the back, mm-hmm. and just have a seat in the kitchen, and he sat down, and he had, like, a little six-pack of beer, and oh, Chris yeah. Hansen came around the corner and was like, hi, how you doing? And he looked up, and he saw him, and he didn't say a word, and he immediately just cracked a beer. Yeah. That's all. He was just that like, was well... well what about the dude that he that he well there was we're holding this two guys. There's one guy that, that came in there and got straight straight naked. <laughs> <laughs> the girl went to the back to go do the laundry and he was like, all right, the motherfuckers trying to take the clothes off. <laughs> I'm be ready when you get back. It was that dude, and then there was another guy who Chris Chris came in and he was like, I see you again. Again. <laughs> this motherfucker had been back twice. That means he got out the first back, back to back. But they don't go to jail. They don't go to jail. They just get they, they get they, they get, get charged. They get charged, but they go home after that. Yeah, I think explain, I think it's explain to their wives. Isn't girlfriends. it like an entrapment thing or something that they was getting off yeah. on? Okay, yeah. but yeah. anyway, that's a whole tangent we ain't even talk about. Um, that was I wanted to, to get into um, one uh, Melania. Melania, Melania Trump, man. Um, because this What's is a, this is the first like Trump. <laughs> What's up, girl? Hey, she might hit you back. This is the first uh Trump free week that we've had weekish two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, regardless how you feel about Biden, well, I'm not kind of kind of Trump free. Yeah, he's, he's announced he's announced the office of the used to be president, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trump is wild, but no, nah, like regard. I'm not here to debate how anybody feels about Biden, and just so everybody is still, everybody's still confused. Yes. Just because you didn't want Trump in doesn't mean you think Biden is great. Yeah. It's not what that means. It just meant Trump was terrible for relations in this country on a race level, on a classism level. Like there was more to it than all of y'all just hollering stock market and all of that. Um. Melania, I've seen people placing bets on how long it's going to take for her to file for divorce. I don't think she will, but 
Jack the Ultimate uh, gold digger and made it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, yeah. She, she definitely made it. Um, the Ultimate Gold Digger? That would be a good list to put together. Um, Ooh, yeah, it would. <clears throat> but I've thought about this. I've kind of I've like bounced back and forth in my head about whether she would or whether she wouldn't. Um, if she doesn't, she definitely just just based off of that last shot that you saw of them getting off off of Air Force One. Oh, you saw like, that, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so they they get down the stairs. There's some people out there want to take pictures to do the whole thing still, and he stands there like a fucking muppet. Yeah, and waves at the camera. Like what wave is this? Like the up and down wave with just the hand. That's like, that. Just, I only that? got that's the amputee clap. <laughs> oh, that's. That's the I only got one hand. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I can do. Is this right so he's, here? Yeah. He's, do, he's doing that, and then she doesn't break stride, walking to the car. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> she, she changed clothes. <laughs> she put some flats on. I, what I loved about it was there was a point where she saw what was happening. Yeah. She like looked up at the camera and was like, like "Nigga, oh no, nah, uh, we uh-uh. we we off that. That That's was that was last week. That's a wrap. I'm, That's I'm a wrap. done. That's I ain't got to buy no red Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to come up with no slogans. Fuck Christmas. I only know like three words anyway. Like Shit. no, I ain't got to steal no more of Michelle's. <laughs> she uh, walked off like be best nigga, be best, <laughs> be best nigga. I'm we are done over here. Like do." Here's the thing about it, and you could go both ways with it. Okay, she can she can say, okay, I'm not going to divorce you, and I'm just going to, you know, do my own thing. I'm going to live over here. You live over there. No fucking problem. Make sure my money here, my money is here on time. Uh-huh. Now, the second part, a little more dicey. Second part is she gets divorced. Now I'm sure in their prenup somewhere there's an NDA. Where, she, where it says, okay, now if you speak ill of me or whatever, whatever, tabloids and any kind of pages, you don't get no money. You don't get, yeah, you're done. Oh, or, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, you don't get none of this debt <laughs> that I got. <laughs> um, but here is the caveat to that, which is, let's just say she don't get no money. She like don't get none, none of the Trump names. She got to change her name back to fucking Melania uh, Solania. Okay? Now she's back to being Melania Solania. <laughs> All right. If, if, if she writes a tell-all book, that book is going to sell more than the Bible. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So whatever money that she may be missing out on by not being attached to Donald Trump, she's going to be perfectly fucking fine. Yeah. Because I would pre-order it just to support Bay. You know what I'm saying? People support Milana Bay. (laughs) People are going to buy that shit twice, bruh. Like, it's going to be some shit where it's like, if 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 it's a real, if it's real actual tell all, She's going to make all the money in the fucking world. Not only that, her signing bonus or her signing on to whatever company that's going to do this is going to pay her whatever the fuck she wants. You're good for life if you sign with us for this book. 
That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't worry maybe about maybe it. not the audiobook rights, but the paper copy. Have <laughs> no. have Michelle Obama read, please, <laughs> please. Like, I feel like that would be payment enough for the shit you took. That way, so she just could have say, she could say nigga in the book. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this Trump nigga. <laughs> That's bad, bro. Like when people, yeah. when the people that were closest to you start leaving you, that's when you have to understand that you completely fucked up. Like his, 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 his a lot of his, his, uh, not not a lot of his cabinet, but a lot of his advisors left him at the end. I think she's gonna leave him at the end. Um, you know what? It's fucked up when you can't even like give a motherfucker a medal, and they, they don't like, even want it. I'm I'm cool. Like he tried to give the Medal of Freedom Freedom to Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick was like, "Nah, I wasn't your homeboy. Like Tom, Tom was your homeboy. Like yeah. go give that shit to him. Like I don't want nothing to do with like when a motherfucker tell you that I don't want to put on a suit and come to the White House so you can wrap around my neck, you know, the greatest honor a civilian in America a civilian can get. Can get. <laughs> that is serious, nah, bro. You done fucked up the whole office when don't All nobody want that. Like be good." We Wiki good. got one of them, right? <laughs> like he came to see Obama, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent wild. Um, <laughs> you know what's crazy good. about Obama's gravitas? I saw a meme that made me crack up laughing, and all it said was Bernie Sanders in a chair. But that sentence was put under Obama, and then the next two pictures was like applause, like people just clapping. Yeah. But when I read it, I could hear Obama going, "Bernie Sanders in a chair." <laughs> And people just losing their shit because it's Obama and he sound good saying anything. Like <laughs> nobody's ever sounded like that, man. No. And there's, I mean, there's something t- to be said about how you, how you present yourself. Like we, were talk- like we were talking about food last week, right? There's something to be said about how you present your plate, how you present what you're gonna give someone mm. to, you know, feed their soul. This nigga spit. And the way I remember watching obama talk in the fucking rain not only was he talking in the fucking rain but my man was crying while fucking talking in the fucking rain and you, and you could, could you could tell it. which ones was tears <laughs> and which ones was rain who can do that who who got tears that power outside outside of outside of obama the temptations you know what i'm saying <laughs> outside, no outside nobody what did my man say? Mm. Sunshine, blue skies. Please go away. Mm. My girl mm-hmm. found another and gone away. With her yeah. went my something. My life is something, something. So day after day, uh, okay. I stay I got up Popeyes. My, my, uh, oh, that wasn't, oh, that wasn't what they did. That wasn't mm. it. See? <laughs> I bet they're gonna do another one, and you're gonna be mad again. They did. I, and I got. They did, and I got mad yesterday. I got mad. There's yesterday. another one past yes. that dude. It's a, it's a, it's a, there's a woman singing. Yeah, black girl. Yeah, pissed off. I, Biden really needs to make that an executive order. That it should be illegal for us to do that. It should be illegal for black people to sing about chicken. It 100 percent should. So I know for you it might sound strange. But I wish it would rain. You want to know why he wanted to rain? So the so the so the so the rain would hide his fucking would tear hide drops. his tears. God damn that nigga over was a spit. Russet David oh. Russet. That's what. 
David Russet would be a great Halloween costume. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody coming to peel you, Otis. Oh, that's fucked up. (laughs) I might go. I might go as as drug addicted. (laughs) Fucking, we caught some niggas at the train. Hey, you be you be drug addicted. (laughs) He took his shit off. Yes, he took his fucking shit off. And we're singing. Then niggas like when Robert Towns got to give you a hug, you know you're hey. in bad shape, bro. What which what which heartbeat should, could I be? Look, which one could I? I think I'd be Robert Townsend. Fucking don't be shy. I, shy brother. Don't be shy brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna show my brother. kids that movie too. That was a classic. I've been showing them old movies lately, bro. I showed them "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead" uh, yesterday. Actually, do you remember that movie? I do. Where's that girl at? Christina Applegate. Pretty, yeah, she was pretty fucking. She was getting getting to the money at one. Point. She was. Um, she she was in. I know they're kind of old now, but Anchorman, Anchorman too. Um, oh, she was. You're right. You're right. You're right. She was. She was. And she's still. She's still gorgeous. She's I think. Still she, gorgeous. I think she she's got a working. show on. I think she got a show on on Netflix. Um, I think she does have a show on Netflix. I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure what it's called, but. I'm, okay. I know she's still like working. She's still very active in Hollywood because she's she's one of them ones that pop up and everything, and she real nonchalant, but she getting money. But um, mm-hmm. watching uh, that movie as an adult because I didn't realize it came out in 1991, and I was 10 when it came out. Mm-hmm. There's so much sexual shit in that movie that I'm like, I shouldn't have been watching that at at 10. Well, I won't say shouldn't have been. <laughs> but, Wait, what? She uh look I, that was me catching myself in a lie. Uh, she was she you know babysitter died yeah and then she gets a job at like somewhere she shouldn't be working because she lied on a resume and the like whole most, movie like most of us yeah the whole movie there's a dude trying to fuck her that don't know she's seventeen the whole movie like never mind like who what was you about to say nigga. I'm about to say most of us, but it would have been a bad joke, and I didn't <laughs> want to fucking. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do. That. We're not doing. <laughs> now, it's a dude in the office that's like trying to get at her, yeah. and down to like talking about them being sweaty and poisonous bliss and all that other shit. Uh, but it, it that wasn't even the creepy part. Like, like this is. I got. I, I got. Poisonous is a good one. Postcoital, like yeah. Um, that's when you want to make love, not even fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm watching this with my kids, like I said, um, and like I said, I watched it at ten. So I'm looking at my kids, and I'm like, y'all can handle this. Like you, you old enough. Mm-hmm. My thirteen year old. There's this part where her name is Sue Ellen. That's Christina Applegate's character, and right. she is talking to her boss about her being stressed out, working long hours. And her boss is like, "Well, you know, just go home, draw yourself a bubble bath, put some cucumber slices on your eyes, relax." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was like. I don't think I have any at the house. And her boss goes, Sue Ellen, any woman over 30 should have a cucumber in the house. <laughs> Didn't we just go through that? I think so. <laughs> but my 13-year-old busts out laughing. He know what time now, it is. The, but but the, the parent in me, the dad mode goes, the fuck you yelling at? What, what you laughing at here? What's, yeah. what's funny? And he was like, what? So I was yeah. like, I was like, I, I tried to play it off. I was like, you know, you, you never seen women do that beauty regimen? You know, they put the cucumber slices mm. on their eyes. Like, what's what's funny about that? Most 30-year-old and up women do that. Right. And he was like, oh. And then he continued to lose his shit. He still, like... He knew you was bullshitting. 
I said, so, so later on, like, I catch him after the movie and shit. It's just me and him in the room. I don't want to embarrass him, no shit like that, you know. I was like, hey, you know, guys talking right here. Um, What you, what you laughing at? This mm-hmm. was funny about mm-hmm. this cucumber. And he was like, he started giggling. I was like, no, nah, it's just me and you. You know, you can talk to me. Yeah, and he was know. like, but this is what I love about it. This is the respect that you build in your child. He goes, mm-hmm. you know, you hear things. <laughs> I hope not. I know. I was like, what are you hearing? He was like, I heard jokes in school. I wanted to call his bluff. Be like, you ain't been in school in a year and a half. Like, don't lie to me. But I also know we heard things in school. Oh, yeah. And it would have been one of them situations where I could have kept digging. But what's already understood don't need to be said. You know, I was just like, all right, fair enough. It's all right. I I, I did kind of wonder why, uh, like, the emoji game, like skipped over the cucumber and went straight to the eggplant. Like I think because it's purple. Who's? Oh, I mean, but who's? Well, I guess whose dick is green? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's closer to purple when it fill up with blood. If you already black, now the dick look kind of burgundy. Yeah, gotcha. So I think that's. I think that's got to be. The logic behind it is is black dick. Look I don't want to move deep. on from this. I want to move on from this though. Hold on a second. So you watched uh, Miss Doubtfire, mm-hmm. and you watched um, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah. Did you watch Martin Lawrence's stand up? I, I hate you. No, I didn't. Did you didn't. watch Tenant? I did not. It's okay. been a very very interesting week. Uh, What's been I'm going not on into with with uh, with you had to you had to go you had to go it's report report card week. <laughs> you an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you a whole asshole. Wait, so, yeah. <laughs> what happened? What, uh, what happened? What transpired with you having to be a father this week? Uh yeah, I, I had to adult a lot this week. Um honestly, and and this is the best summation of it without Look, I, I was about to say, I don't want to tell my kids business. I was just talking about him talking about yeah, pussy and cucumbers. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but long story short in this, because I, I want us to get to some other stuff. I really feel like, and I know many of y'all that, that listen to our podcast have kids. They're really starting to feel the effects of being in the house so much through COVID. Yeah. And we had, like we talked about, you know, we we went outside, we did things, or even if my kids don't play outside to the extent that I did when I was a kid. We would always be somewhere on the weekends. We'd be out having experiences. So what does this environment do to a kid that's just stuck in their room, per se, right. stuck in the house with nothing but Google and their online friends after a year? Um, parents, all I can say to that is like stick a little closer to them. So like we're talking about, I've been watching these old movies with my kids. What it's turned into is when they get out of school, yes, their report cards was fucked up. Um, I'm spending more time with them going through their grades and taking a more active interest as a parent and not just going, did you get all your t- homework turned in? But let me see it. Let me see what you're learning. Yeah. Um, my son was going through the telltale heart and English was my shit in school. So I was like, I can help you with this. This ain't got to be a question no more, but I'm going to go through it with you and make sure you succeed. Um. But after that, I'm like, if I'm going to be heavier on the parental side, I don't want to be not more active on the let's have some fun, even though we're stuck in the house side. 
So I turned every night that we watching uh, or eating dinner rather into a dinner and a movie. And it might be an old movie and I won't even tell them what it's about. But check it out and let me know what you think. And what they're finding is most of our movies are more story driven and they're having fun with it. So I just been kind of balancing the two and it's just taking my free time away. So I have not seen Tenet or Martin Lawrence. You bitch, you bringing that up that way. You set me up, Marcus. Well, I mean, <laughs> you could watch Tenet and they still won't know what it was about. So, I mean, <laughs> that's what <and> that's, <laughs> that's what I keep hearing. And um, uh, it's on our look. Check it out. It's on our list to watch this weekend yeah. and I got to work. So. Uh, <laughs> it'll get there, but yeah, I haven't we'll heard anything there. good. So a part of me is like, God damn it, all of y'all. But maybe, maybe, maybe you're so far ahead of your time. You know, you get it. We we don't. Or yeah, back I already in, or, already or understand it. We're back in time. Um, I already understand the movie, and that's why I haven't talked about it. Yeah, it's uh, maybe I saw it and you didn't. Let's think. Let's think about that. You know what? I'm not going to start talking about this. Come start talking about <laughs> some spoiler. Right. Some right, spoiler yeah, you're, jokes. You're right. Because I don't I don't even know what I'm saying right now. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I wanted to ask you about this shit. Um, because it's it's been, you know, in the news a lot lately. Uh, and I wrote this down a long time ago, and we'll get to it now since this makes sense. But um I always thought that it would be funny. Like the 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 election I want to see for president in 2024 is Gavin Newsom of California, the governor, running against uh, Ron DeSantis of Florida, the governor. And I thought that would be interesting. Interesting. That's a real interesting ticket. Because these are two people who who approached the COVID situation in extremely different ways, both on opposite sides of the spectrum. Um Gavin Newsom of California, he went to the lock everything the fuck down. Uh-huh. That was his plan, his system, lock everything down. Um, if we can suffocate this thing, then it won't spread. Also, when you do that, now you're suffocating businesses and now business owners and now just the people of California are going through um, <laughs> the, the emotional like toll that that takes. As being shut down. Now, I'm on the a, other I'm end, a, I can't wait to speak to that. But go ahead. On the other end, you have uh, Ron DeSantis of Florida. Now, I'm not very familiar with Gavin Newsom, even though I, I, I've I'm familiar with California and what they're going through. I'm more familiar with Ron DeSantis because he was running against the brother that became the guy that was found in a hotel room with uh, a gay guy that had overdosed and with some meth and some other shit Uh recently came out to say that he was, I'm actually bisexual. Uh, It was a weird thing. It was a weird drug thing (laughs) in Florida. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Um, But Ron DeSantis was like, fuck it. We opened this bitch wide open. We opened everything up. Uh, We all the way up out here. Don't give a fuck. Now, those numbers for COVID also went up as well. Um, Florida is getting, you know, like fifteen to 18,000 new cases of COVID every day. They're having record number of deaths every day. But Florida's open. You can go to Disney World. You can go to a bar. You can, so just the fact that they both took... And so you can, you can shit on 
either one of them and how they governed uh given given the covid the, the covid uh epidemic or pandemic so them running against each other cuz i think they're both going to run for president in 2024 I don't, I don't know if gavin newsom if he gets recalled like they're trying to do which i'm going to get to mm-hmm. uh i don't know if that would be a good ticket because no get to people it, are, because people are idiots um i'm in california as y'all know so uh gavin newsom is somebody that i did not vote for yeah okay I'm, okay let me tell y'all that first i did not vote for gavin newsom um i don't remember who the other guy was but that's who i voted for and gavin newsom grew on me once he got in office because i saw the way he was handling certain things and i am a fan of his He's a i know a lot fella. of people i know a lot of people don't that was the first thing i saw when he got on i was like this dude is camera motherfucking this ready good looking <laughs> this dude is fucking good looking dude <laughs> He you was talk, like, you talking about the, the Brad Pitt of fucking governing of, shit? Of governing <laughs> shit, boy. This dude's teeth is perfect. Anyway, yeah. Um, pause. Yeah. Um, no pause. <laughs> you look good, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, they took vastly different approaches. I think, and, and this is the funny thing about it. When he first started locking everything down, numbers were going down, mm-hmm. but people are idiots. And nobody, let me tell you right now, all of y'all just like, you know, well, he locked everything down. We can't go nowhere. I haven't been on the road yet and seen less traffic. Yeah. Y'all are out. Yeah. So it's not the fact that he locked everything down and it didn't work. It's that he said, stay at home and you didn't. That's why stuff didn't open back up. Right. If you had followed what he was saying six months ago, everything would be fine now to an extent. Like, I you you can't stop people from going to other states. We border states that are like fuck it, we're going to keep things open. So when people go out to Vegas and then come back to California, you still got a problem. When people go out to Arizona and come back, you still got a problem. Yep. But everybody's still out. I still pe- pe- see uh see people with their they nose pussy hanging out. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. So it's hard to to squelch something when nobody's playing ball with the plan. Right. Um so you think it, like since, since Cal, Cali is opening up now, right? Like you know, open up. The I state think he did, well. he didn't basically say fuck it, fuck, fuck it. y'all. Go right. ahead, go right. ahead, go ahead, go, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Do what you got to do. Yo, you want to um, recall me? Okay, go ahead. Y'all go outside. And, and and they're getting close to having enough uh, votes on the petition or or signatures on the petition to recall him. What pisses me off about that is I'm a hundred percent sure. Like I said, I did vote in that election for governor. Ninety percent of the people that are like recall Newsom didn't vote one way or the other. And I feel like that should be a prerequisite for whether or not you get on the petition because the people that didn't vote do go to Walmart. And there's always a nigga in front of Walmart with a piece of paper talking about, can you sign this so we can recall Newsom? So you're going to get all these people that don't like you that didn't bother to take a part in the process to pick you. I think that part is fucked up and they should go through the list and go, you know what? No, did you vote? No. Mm -mm. Jamal, did you vote? No. Mm -mm. Right. Yeah, you no, can't do that. If I you didn't, if you up. if you didn't vote, then you can't sign it. Um, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, well, I think also, I think I mean it's, it's the same thing with with Ron DeSantis, um, who's on TV every day, who's giving his speeches every day. Um, of course, there are business owners that are that are happy that he did what he did as far as opening the opening that state back up. But then when you have people that are you know, uh, losing their lives over. You have a new, 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 um, 
new highs every day and people that are dying because you want to keep a mom and pop open. Uh, I was, I mean, I respect it. I respect the fact that you want to give people the opportunity. You want to give people, make your own choice, make your own decision. But then, okay, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. What, what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm staying inside. I'm abiding by the rules of this thing. And now you got fucking jackass over here who's running around all the time doing whatever and having to pass by this motherfucker in Target when I have my mask on and he's been mm-hmm. out fucking acting all willy-nilly and now we, we've we we've somehow exchanged fucking germs. Right. Now I got the shit. Now I'm taking the shit home. When he don't give a fuck and I do. It's 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 really it's tough, man. So that, that's why I thought. That's why I said it, it's gonna be very interesting. Like it's gonna be a very tight rope um, when it comes down to that because Ron DeSantis is sucking his own dick about how good of a job he's he's got the Trump shit going. Mm-hmm. Like I like because he rode with Trump. He like he, and he really had to go on and do this. Like like I said, I'm 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 in Florida all the time, and he had to really go and like okay, well fuck it. This is what I'm betting. I'm betting my electionship on this. So when he has to fucking run for his seat again in fucking next year or some shit, I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, but I think he fucked it up. I think he fucked it up. I know people that are in Florida now that think he fucked it up. But of course, most of these people are not brown people. Uh-huh. I mean, most, most people are brown people. People that, you know, I think he's doing great are not of our complexion. But we'll see. You know, we'll yeah, see. We'll see. see what happens. See we what happens. See. Uh, but yeah, I I personally like him. Like, we'll see what happens. I did think that at one point everybody was praising what he was doing, and they were like, "This dude you like is who, just no, destined." Let, let, let clarify, you like Gavin? I Newsom? like what I'm sorry. I like what Newsom's doing. Yeah. And right. when he started handling the pandemic, everybody was like, "There's no way he's not going to run for president." That was, you know, that was just what everybody was saying. And now they're starting to change this narrative because of, you know, he had all of these uh, different um, counties closed, but the one with his winery was still open. Um, and I don't and stuff like that sounds good when it's on a soundbite and you live in Virginia and you're reading this news. Right. If you live out here and you've ever been to Temecula, you know, ain't no fucking body in Temecula. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's 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 all wineries. How many Temecula? That, if, that was in the goods. That's what the car yeah. dealership was in the goods. Temecula. Right, man. I'm telling you, dog, <laughs> like Temecula is super spread. One of my favorite shows, Neighbors Temecula, one of my favorite mm. rooms that I do. But if you move into Temecula, it's wine country. What's more spread out than a winery? <laughs> like, yeah. that's why that it wasn't just his winery. I know he went to dinner. I know half you motherfuckers went to dinner. Like, let's be yeah. real. You know what I'm saying? And Y'all I get been it. It's cookouts like, and shit. Y'all been going to fucking. That's the thing about it, though. Everybody like, want to hold them to a higher standard, like they're not people. I ain't gonna front. I was like, after after the Bucks said they were going to the Super Bowl. I was like, yo. You was that, about to go? That ticket to Tampa is. <laughs> I mean, Tell Florida's, me where to go. Tell me Florida, where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Florida's open like a motherfucker, man. Like going down there, going to Tampa for the Super Bowl. And you, you bet and, not. And Tampa, Tampa is going to be so lit because the Bucks are in the Super Bowl. It's going to be lit, all right. Whew. It's going to be real positive down there. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> stay your ass home, bro. Wear my mask and uh, no, come on, man. 
Ah, we're gonna make it to one year, and then y'all gonna hear a, a fucking I'm blood pressure okay. machine. No, no, you're not. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna make it. I'm, I'm gonna be right back. Everybody be like, what's that beeping sound? Look, like I got, Marcus look, hold is on, in the hospital. Hold on a I got family down there. You know, I gotta go check on, you know what I'm saying? My little cousins and shit. Tampa's gonna be Liddy. Speaking <laughs> of Liddy, Queen Latifia. We are not going to call her Queen Latifia. No, ma'am. I'm sorry, Queen. I'm sorry, Queen. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Latifa. <laughs> What's up, Queen? Uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, I know we got on before we were talking about it, and I'll, I allowed you to watch the trailer mm-hmm. for Queen Latifah. As yeah, because all I had ever seen was the gif of her running. So the equalizer. I, yeah, the so equalizer. For, for, for everyone that doesn't know, uh, one of these fucking Fox or some shit, they come out with a show, spinoff of the movie The Equalizer, yes, with Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. is now making a made-for-TV version of the series, or, or into a series, and is starring Queen Latifah as the <laughs> Equalizer. Yeah. Denzel so, must have been busy, you know, it's, it's busy. Yeah, he's too busy for TV. So you go ahead and you tell me what you think. Um, so I saw the trailer today. Um, I'll tell you this, I'm gonna watch it a whole lot faster than I watched LA's finest. Oh, faster? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and but but check it out. Like uh, one, I, I like Queen. I do like um I think she's a very, very strong actress. Yes. Um I'm a fan That's of true. her work, I'm a fan of her music and and her contribution to hip hop. Now that is true. It, having said that, yeah, give up. Oh, you, gave, you, oh, you did the old, old the old Obama. Now, uh, now, 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 don't uh, run again. Uh, how did don't you, let me catch you sprinting again. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, no, no. I will say, like, like I said, I saw her in a GIF running, GIF. and whoever made or GIF, whoever made it, put it in slow motion so they're asshole. Because <laughs> when I saw the trailer, she's not running in slow motion like that, yeah. so it didn't look as bad as I thought it was going okay. to look. And it's it's a split second. Um, I'm not sure if I'm buying it. So trailers are meant to present a certain way. I don't understand why she was the choice for the Equalizer. And I know mm-hmm. in in the movies, Denzel is like an older, grizzled. I can do this shit. People don't think so because I'm unassuming, and I know that's what they're going for with Queen Latifah. But the trailer didn't sell you, it to me. You think Queen Latifah would walk into a room and be unassuming? I just said, like, no, no, one would know who no that's what I'm saying, is it didn't sell it to me with Queen oh, Latifah. Okay. Um, I was trying to get there. I know I didn't make it clear in the way I was talking. Um, I, I want to see it to see if it's as bad as I think it's going to be, but I hope Ooh. it's good for her sake. I hope it's good. It's I don't. I, this ain't one of them shows that I'm like, oh, this shit going to be trash. When I saw the trailer for LA's Finest, I was like, this shit is going to be terrible. And I watched it and was like, all right, I see the bad boys feel that they're going for, but it was terrible to me. I don't want this to suck, but I don't understand why it even needed to be a thing. And I know you know why. I I don't hope this is going to be bad um, because I know this is going to be bad. <laughs> this is going to be really, 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 really bad. You think in, it's going to be in, worse in, than LA's finest? Dude, in the trailer... She's talking to uh, old buddy from Sex and the City, Biggs, Big, whatever the nickname <laughs> was, and she says, "Well, I'm sorry." He says to her, "Hey, you know, we want you to come back. 
you were the best at what you do. What is it that they had, they had a nickname for you? What was it? And she says, the equalizer. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. It, I did write I, that I, part I, down. I wish, you? I wish I had a meter that was visible to show how fucking pissed off I was that they did that. Okay, can I say what I was going to say before you go on? Please. I wrote that down as a part I hated about the trailer because we've already established that Denzel Washington is the best at this shit. (laughs) If we're pulling... And this this goes back to a conversation me and you had about (laughs) women having so much power in Hollywood and repeating something that's already been done. That line made me go, you already down a notch for me. For the simple fact... We already established that Denzel was the coldest equalizer they had, and that's why he got two movies. Denzel don't do sequels. So now, how is it that you got her saying she's the best to ever do it, and we never knew it or got a major motion picture out of it? Why do we have her doing this at all? I don't know. I don't know. that They, they could have gave her her own vehicle doing this. You could have called and it something else. You could have done the... Look, look, look. You could have done the exact same fucking thing. And not called it the fucking equalizer. Yeah, you could have just done something else. Like, and here's the thing that fucking burns my bacon. Women wanted more creative power in Hollywood. You want to be seen. You want to be heard. You wanted your fucking ideas. What's that? Not too crazy. You wanted your ideas <laughs> to be pushed to the masses. You have you don't want to, yeah. He's not angry right now, y'all. This is Marcus yeah, this is just, Cool Calm Collective just, at AOC's house. You know what A- I'm saying? This is not AOC's. I say why I'm, you keep every time I say that you look over there like she's there. So that's why I'm, I assume. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, no, no. See if she see if she got a friend, man. I'll like yeah. I don't I don't I don't mind the uh. Yeah, put that put it in there. Yeah, sure. Avocados <laughs> too. Avocados so cut them up. <laughs> I want the, the small ones. So so, so stupid. <laughs> so um, women's power Hollywood. When when you could, you have all the power. You could have made this because I guarantee you, this was not an idea that Queen Latifah took to somebody. Somebody brought this to her. Yeah, I think so for sure. So why not just fucking make a new thing? You could have the, the whole premise that you were the best in the business when you were in the business and fucking blah, blah, blah. What would that be called with Queen Latifah starring in it? I'm the baddest bitch. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. The Tifalizer like, or, or something. Yeah, the, no, 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 no. Not, not the Tifalizer. Please, no. Ooh, who you calling a bitch? Or, you know, you and I T-Y. Ooh, bruh. The who, like any any yeah. dude that ever, like, girls call and be like, yo, I got an argument with my man. He called me a bitch. Word, that will work. That'll be a, that'll be dog, a good title. Who you calling dog. a bitch? And she and then she just there. go and beat motherfuckers up. They call the chick a bitch. All, all I she watch is it. all she is. All she is is woman shaft. That's all she is. She's woman shaft. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Woman shaft. That's it. Didn't come She's off a, corny. Did it come off corny to it's you? It's corny as fuck, nigga. Are you no, serious? I'm ta- no, no, no. I'm not talking about the, the fact that it's called the equalizer. I'm talking about the the. Yes. The clips they show. Yes. 
her on the motorcycle. Corny. All corny. All of it. None of it came across corny in LA's finest. I know I'm shitting on that show, but it needs to be. That's a very um, but, but that can be also corny. <laughs> I'm not can, saying it's not. I'm just it didn't come off that way. They're to both me. they're I, both one one's fucking movie popcorn, the other was caramel corn. Like nigga, put this shit in the same bag, shake it up, and now you got that Chicago shit to sell <laughs> in the airport. Okay, the fuck it's I don't know what service it's coming out on, but if it comes out on one I already have because I'm not spending money on it. We got to watch the first episode and talk about it. I don't want to do that, man. Did you just pout, nigga? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. He just literally, like, slumped. I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> Your shoulder slumped. Like, it's, hey, hey, man, this this is what we do. This right. is what we do for it's our people. For content purposes, I watched Love is Blind so I could watch this shit. Fuck Get you some DoorDash and, and fucking sit, chill out, and, um, and, and check this shit out, man. Like... Oh man! Ah, oh, I meant to mention this weeks ago. Okay, oh, man. um, let me put y'all up on game right now. If you're All one right. of those people that wants to DoorDash everything, I love DoorDash. I love DoorDash. I love Uber Eats, okay. and it's mainly because where I live. This is gonna sound like I live in a rich neighborhood and shit. Like mm-hmm. they don't deliver here because, or, or maybe because I live in the hood. That's what it also sounds yeah, like now that yeah. I said it out loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They don't um, you stay in there. Nah, hey, there. DoorDash and Uber Eats deliver everywhere because they don't give a fuck about your life. Like, <laughs> or theirs. There's <laughs> real talk. They're like, this is a random dude in a Prius. Like, I'm going send him, to send him in there to mm-hmm. give him their crispy, crunchy chicken. Um, Some of y'all have probably gotten an order that's cold. Like, I know it says you picked this shit up and then it took you another 35 minutes to get here. Um, Let me tell y'all something you don't know. Like, when you, if you've never driven DoorDash, Uber Eats, y'all, some of y'all know I used to drive DoorDash just for some extra cash. You can run both apps at the same time. You're not supposed to. If you're doing DoorDash, you're supposed to just be doing DoorDash deliveries. But because we got phones, they smartphones, that's what all these apps run through. You can be a driver and have both of those apps open on your phone. I've even seen some drivers have two different phones. And what they'll do is pick up everything on their DoorDash. And then in and, and route, pick up everything on their Uber Eats, depending on where the restaurant is. So they got your food, mm. but they're doing double the orders. Double and you up. don't know that, that because all you're watching is them on your DoorDash screen. So you might see them driving crazy, and all they got to do is send you a text message. You ever had your driver be like, hey, I'm yeah. running a little late. I ran into some traffic, but I'm going to be right there. I had to take another route. If they got to take another route from that route that the app gives you, yeah. because the app in DoorDash accounts for bad traffic and takes you around it. They're dropping off somebody else's shit and your stuff is sitting there getting cold, getting soggy. What you doing? What you doing? What you mean? What you doing? What you mean? What you doing? Is that what you going to send them? You got to do that. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Y'all got it. Y'all got to go ahead. I'm telling y'all, like a lot of people don't know that if you see them deviate from that little line that they go there headed to your house, or you see them taking rights and lefts and dipping into a neighborhood and the car just stops, go into your Google map and see what's there. I guarantee you it's somebody else's house and they're dropping off somebody else's food. And that is the driver's way of getting more money. They don't give a shit if your food is cold because 90% of people aren't going to complain on that app. They're going to be happy that they got it. And the alternative is, well, if I complain and they got to go and get my shit again, then we ain't eating. And most people wait till they're hungry. Not tonight. Not tonight. Most people wait till they're hungry to order. 
And then you got to wait for your food to get there. Oh, man. So, free I'm game. Your, I'm not your driver. Because I'm stopping everywhere. I got to stop. Because you, you're thinking about your pocket, right? Yeah. For yeah, sure. It's, it's your car. It's your gas. Yeah. They too lazy to go get it. It's COVID. I'm risking my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you hey. You get the soggy, the soggy taco when you get the soggy taco. You know and what I'm saying? I'm, like, just free game, y'all. If Whichever app you watch. Pay attention to where your driver going, and I promise you, you're going to see that they don't give a shit about your food. Stopping like, to get some weed, stopping to goddamn check in on the baby mama, make sure there ain't no nigga over there. They might get you know some pussy saying? and then drop your food off. If nigga fuck before you drop your food off, your food is <laughs> super <laughs> trash. They might eat half of your hey, shit. Like, I'm hungry, but, baby. I'm going to give me some of that orange chicken. Shit, let's, say, <laughs> let's say you're driving and like your favorite piece of pussy be like, hey, what you doing? Coming through, you coming, th- and, but you got their food in the passenger seat though. But she got my food at her house. You about to eat that pussy? That's what you know. You know what I'm That's why they Uber, Uber eats, eats nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Uber eats out this motherfucker. Oh, uh, okay, uh, we gonna end this. We gonna shut this down. But before yeah. we go, before we go, before we go, this is not how uh, we wanted to end this. But things in life happen. Um, it just came across my phone. This is actress uh, Jeanette Moss has passed away, age 39, following a battle with colon cancer. Um, she is the voiceover performer and acting coach. She's known for roles in video games such as Resident Evil 8 Village. Yeah, man. Charm City Kings, uh, Your Sister's Sister. Um, it's been confirmed by her fiance and uh, via her Facebook page. So, everyone out there, uh, my condolences, our condolences, and yeah. you know, it sucks, it's, it's, man. It it's does. Been, it it's, does. It's, it's, she's it's real rough. young. It's it sucks. It's rough, man. I was thinking about this, this the other day, actually, and how everyone thought that after twenty twenty would be cool, and. Uh, Everything will be okay when 2021 came. Of course, not seriously thinking that, but hopefully thinking that. Mm-hmm. But then I thought to the ages, right? Like when we studied in school, we studied um, the dark ages, the light ages, the medieval ages. And um, this might be an age, you know what I'm saying? Like this might be an age uh, in time. That yeah. you know, there's things are cyclical, and this might be an age of time where we kind of have to. Everything is kind of you know overcorrecting itself. Who knows? I don't know, but you know, just just thoughts when you're sitting around with yourself. I was yeah. like, yo, we had the dark yeah. age, we had the middle ages, we had the, the 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 light ages, the ages of intelligence, the ages of you know enlightenment, wisdom, enlightenment. Yeah. So this might be an age. So everyone just kind of strap in and. Do what you gotta do for your mental health. Do what you gotta do for everyone around you. Uh, be the best person that you could possibly be to people that need it. And we can keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. And this definitely slowed us all down. Uh, but we gotta keep pushing. We gotta keep pushing for the people that are still here, for the people we lost. And I got a feeling this is gonna be another one of them rough years where things are just gonna get a little bit more interesting before they get quote unquote better. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
we're gonna strap in man but we're gonna get up yep. out of here for the week uh once again of course as we always say thank y'all for listening mm-hmm. make sure you stay close to your loved ones you never know which one of these days is anybody's last ourselves included regardless sure. of race gender age any of that good stuff um and we're gonna see y'all next week man um it's been we didn't really get into this this week has been absolutely nuts with stocks and things of the economic nature with trades and it might be boring to you but i promise we're gonna get some good information out that i think and i know all of our listeners aren't black but we are and it doesn't come out from the black community enough so we're gonna get into that sort of shit here in the coming weeks we gonna have a guest um, this week you have a guest i do want to have a guest you have a guest this week if, hey, it's a twofer if we can get a female guest. Ooh. All right. Go from stocks and bonds to what's up with y'all and all these fucking shadow challenges. Like, it's going to go like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to see, man, but we're going to get up out of here, man. Thank y'all so much. We love you. Marcus, take us out. For sure. All right. Now, thank you guys for listening to the Illegal Opinions Podcast. Podcast for people that don't like podcasts at your favorite streaming platform every Sunday. Brand motherfucking spanking new. Keep fucking with us, we'll keep fucking with you. Alright? You guys be safe. Show love. Peace.